Welcome everyone to Coaching in Session. My name is Michael Reardon and I'll be your mindset coach today. And today we're going to be talking about the tolerance theory. And the tolerance theory is going to be a new type of concept that I'm going to be learning a little bit more about because it's something that I'm unfamiliar with. And the reason why I'm unfamiliar with it is because it has to do with politics and legal matters. Typically, if it has to deal with legal matters and politics, it is not my forte. I'm not a lawyer. But what I can tell you is that I did some research, I did a little bit of homework on this idea. It is very relevant to mindset in the sense we can look at laws, we can look at what's happening on the political spectrum, and then we can look on the mindset of what tolerance really is. Because tolerant is meaning how much am I going to put up with? What will I put up with and how do I do that? So today's blog is going to be talking about the tolerance theory. We're going to be breaking all of that down just shortly. But before we do that, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe and to share the video and or audio to help build a like-minded audience of growth-minded individuals. So now I kind of want to get into the blog and I want to break down some of the key points of what we're going to be talking about in today's episode so you can get a good understanding of what the tolerance theory is. So the idea of the tolerance theory is going to be dealing with how much are we going to tolerate. Now, before we look at the two aspects that we're going to be talking about, I want you to understand that the tolerance theory was not something I coined. It's not something that I invented and it's not a concept that I said, oh, this is what everyone needs to understand. I believe that you can understand this theory and you can go far and you cannot understand this theory and you can go far. So the point of this episode is not so much of you need to learn the theory and use it in your life, but to understand what you are tolerating in your life, because you might be tolerating a bad boss, a bad relationship, bad circumstances, and you're allowing it. So I'm going to be talking about that aspect, and that's going to be the key factor I want people to take away from this episode. Getting into the tolerance theory, the tolerance theory was originated by John Stuart Mills, who began to idea on the premise of liberty and freedom in 1869. So in 2009, there was an article published by a political science and legal studies professor named David Schultz. And this is where I got most of the information from. He did the research, so I didn't really have to do too much. In the beginning, he is talking about what is the tolerance theory. And in the beginning of the article, he's saying that the tolerance theory is very similar or is very closely related to the First Amendment meaning you have the right to say what you want. You have the freedom of speech, right? So you can write a blog, you can do a vlog, you can go out, you can walk almost anywhere you want, especially here in America. As long as you're on public grounds, you can walk without being obstructed. And if someone obstructs your walking, your path, they are committing an offense to you because you have the right to walk anywhere you want that's public property. Our world is getting a little bit different now because our First Amendment of freedom of speech, we can say what we want, we can talk about what we want to believe, and we can support who we want, is kind of on the verge of attack. Because if we look at what's happening with Alex Jones, Andrew Tate, Kanye West, Candace Owens, Donald Trump, all of these people, right? So if we just kind of go down the spectrum of people who have been attacked recently. Kyrie Irving, he was another one. So there's Many people who are under attack for having an opinion, for saying something, for putting out a tweet, for putting out a comment, for putting out a message, we can be canceled because someone doesn't believe in what we believe in. We can be canceled because we said something that hurt someone's feelings, that was offensive to them. Well, in reality, if you can't control your thoughts, feelings, and actions, which is going to be the thoughts of what you're feeling after we said something, your feelings, that's going to be appropriated to what we said, and then the actions, oh, 
I'm going to be upset, right? That's an action. You're making the conscious choice to be this. And now the person has to figure out, well, what do we do? Because do we just say, oh, I'm sorry, I didn't mean to say it. I didn't mean it was going to hurt your feelings. F that. Because if you hurt someone else's feelings, that is on them. That means they're weak. Because we're not here trying to coddle people saying, oh, I hope I didn't hurt your feelings and things like that. If I hurt your feelings too bad, grow up. Now that I said that, the First Amendment is basically your freedom of speech. I can say everything I just said, and I wasn't filled with hate. I wasn't directing at anyone. It was just an opinion. It was a belief. Now, you don't have to have my beliefs. You don't have to hold my beliefs true to you. You can believe what you want. Now, just because you're being tolerant of my belief to say what I want, and I might be tolerant to your belief of saying what you want, when and where is the line? Because this has been getting very muddied. And in this blog, I talk about that in the beginning part. And the second part of the blog, I'm going to be talking about the tolerance theory and what we tolerate in our daily life. And that's a little bit more straightforward, is less political. I'm going to be breaking down those two topics right now. So the first topic is a can of worms because we are going to be looking at the political aspect, the free speech aspect, because we can look at someone like Alex Jones, for example, and we can say, oh, he did wrong. He maliciously said something to get political gains or financial gains or whatever it was, right? Now we can easily talk to former. We can say that he has freedom of speech. He has the ability to say what he wants protected under the First Amendment right. But is it truly protected under the First Amendment right? And if we look at the First Amendment, it is. It is protected from the First Amendment, but our feelings are not part of the First Amendment. So our feelings are telling us otherwise, like, this is wrong. I'm going to not like this person because he said this or she said this. And now what's happening is that it's creating a divide. So there's going to be people who believe they can say what they want to say without any remorse to other people. So they don't understand that they're being allotted a certain right and they're not giving that same right that they were given to someone else. So that's basically hypocrisy. You're saying that I can't say this or do this, but yet you're doing the same thing. It's just more in line with your belief. So if I'm maybe someone who's going to support like BLM or the LGBT community, and I'm saying, okay, cool, 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 right? All that is good, right? But what happened if I said I didn't support them? Oh, you don't like these people. Oh, you're not black. I mean, we can go on, right? Because I have a different viewpoint. But just because I have a different viewpoint does not mean I don't respect them. I think many people are getting respect and viewpoint and opinion mixed up right now. So the tolerance theory is saying that you can say whatever you want. And if you say something that I don't necessarily like, you offended me and you need to apologize. That's the mindset that people are thinking right now. In reality, that's the incorrect mindset if we're learning about the tolerance theory. Because you have the same rights that I do. You can say whatever you want. You can say hurtful things to me. You can call me Lord knows what names and that's your right. Now, I'm not going to be sitting here and go, oh, you know, like you don't like me. Why don't you like me? That is a waste of my time. So why are we wasting our time? Why are we looking at all these people who have an opinion, who have a belief, who have their own life? And to say that they have to abide by our standards, because one of the key factors in the tolerance theory is that we're going to be open to different viewpoints, a variety of viewpoints and beliefs. Just because someone says something is different than what we believe does not mean we need to make them our enemy. But there is a fine line. For example, Hitler. Hitler had a different belief and that didn't end up too well for him because many people rose up because that whole situation with Hitler wasn't necessarily good in the sense of I'm operating under my First Amendment right. 
because he didn't have a First Amendment right there. He didn't have any legal protection from that. Here in America, we do. So it's going to be different depending on where you are in the world. So for many people who saw the killing of the Jews and the concentration camps and what was happening, many people saw that as wrong. If we look at the moral compass of what was happening, yes, it is wrong. But the tolerance theory is stating that he has that right. He has that right to do what he wants as his life. Well, guess what? You are 100% correct. It is his life. He gets to do what he wants with it. But there's always repercussions. If I go around yelling at people and punching people in the face, I'm probably going to get yelled at and punched in the face too. So we have to wake up. We have to say, well, if I have an opinion, someone else probably has an opinion too. And it's a possibility that, that their opinion is going to be different than mine. And that is completely okay. Because if you are not okay with other people's opinions and you want other people to believe in your opinion and to support your opinion, you're a hypocrite. We have to understand the first aspect of tolerance. Now, the second aspect of tolerance is basically in line with mindset, because it's going to be talking about the idea, can you tolerate something? Will you tolerate something? And there's going to be certain things that you can tolerate that are good, and then there's going to be certain things that you shouldn't tolerate because they're bad. Now, for example, things that you should tolerate because they're good, working out. If I'm at the gym, and I'm working out, and I might be on the treadmill, and I'm running, and I'm running, and I'm running, and I want to give up. I'm going to tolerate the pain. I'm going to tolerate my brain saying, hey, stop it, buddy. You're crazy. Yes, I'm crazy. I already know that. You don't have to tell me. I'm going to keep on running. Thank you for letting me know. So I'm going to figure out, all right, I'm going to be tolerant in the gym. Where else can I be tolerant in? Well, I could be tolerant in my relationships. For example, maybe your boyfriend or girlfriend, and you're not going to tolerate the other person cheating. So there's no polygamy in the relationship. This is a monogamous type of relationship. There's one partner. If there's more than one partner, they don't want to be a part of it, right? That is one person or both people not being open to having multiple partners in the relationship. It's just that one person that they're with. So it just depends, right? Now, looking at something negative, we can look at maybe the workplace because the workplace is going to be, it could be positive, but it can also be negative. And oftentimes work can be viewed as negative because we might just be going there for make ends meet. So we might not love our job. And then if someone says something like a coworker, if someone doesn't do something like a coworker, if your boss or your CEO or your manager says something or they're just not fair, so it can be very difficult. And you might stay in that position because you're going to be tolerating it and you're going to be staying in that position because you're going to be looking for a paycheck. That means you're going to be tolerant in that position. You're going to be tolerant in that career because of your manager, your coworkers. Just because you are tolerating it doesn't mean that there's not a line. It doesn't mean that there's not a line that someone can cross. There's a story back when I was a swim coach, and this was like the final months of me being a swim coach because I was working at a swim school in Connecticut, and we had a really great reputation. Uh, you know, I had a really good boss and things like that. So everything was going good. And to be honest, I was already starting my career as a teacher at the time. So for me, having to be a swim instructor that I did in college, it was kind of getting in the way of me doing other things that I wanted to do. So I wanted a little bit more free time, go hiking, things like that. So I was already kind of thinking, like, how can I leave this? But then I love the kids. I love the families. I love the work environment. There was really nothing for me to worry about. And I was like, okay, well, you know, like this is going to be difficult to leave. So I'm just going to kind of figure out when I can leave. And what had happened was we had a Christmas party. It was a staff Christmas party. And what transpired is not what I thought would happen on that day. I didn't go to the Christmas party the year before for good reason. 
and I didn't want to go to this party for another good reason. I just worked five days a week as a teacher, and I think it was my first, maybe my second year teaching. So I still had a lot of work, and it was around the Christmas time, so I was getting ready for Christmas concerts and things like that. I was busy, and for me to take a whole evening off to drink and to be social and to eat with my colleagues from the swim school, it was something that was going to be stretching me. I still had to make it work. I got off work, got went home, changed, in traffic for, I think, an hour or something to get to this place. Then when I get there, we were just like in the little bar area for a little bit. And then my boss and his wife were already drinking, so they were a little bit tipsy. And what had happened was in the beginning, after the, you know most of the people got here, they wanted to take a picture. And I was reluctant. I didn't really want to take a picture. I was just tired. So I was going over to take a picture. And, and then my boss felt a certain way because I didn't want to take a picture. So after he made it a point to come see me at the table and he squeezed my shoulder, he, he like squeezed my shoulder and he says, don't you ever do that again. That's so disrespectful. And then I was thinking in my head, what was disrespectful in me not wanting to take a picture? Just because you want to take a picture doesn't mean I have to take a picture. You can want all the things you want. I don't have to want the same things you want. I don't have to do what you want me to do. So he was naturally offended. And the whole evening, I was a target. It was like I had a bullseye on me and they were all just trying to target me, trying to find a problem, right? I was the problem. And here's the crazy part. I told him I didn't want to come to the Christmas party. Now, maybe I had an air to me that I didn't want to be there, but I was with a group of people. I was with two other swim instructors and we were having great conversations. And every time they attacked me, they all looked at me and they said, what's going on? What's going on? And I was like, I know what's going on. I'm not being tolerant to his demands and his actions. Most people are going to cater to him because he's giving you a paycheck when I didn't need that paycheck. So everyone else was going to be good boys and good girls. But when it came to me, you're going to get exactly what you're going to get, the original. So the dinner went on and everything like that. And I knew I had to basically talk to the boss because it was something that I wasn't going to tolerate someone coming over, pressing my shoulder all night, you know, me being a target for them saying, oh, you know, you're being disrespectful, things like that. I'm like, I'm not sure how I'm being disrespectful just because I'm here, just because you don't like my antics. And I mean, I didn't have any antics. The only thing I was doing was talking to my instructors next to me and that was it. So I guess maybe I wasn't talking to more people. So I guess he wanted me to be more social, a social butterfly. But can you really make a person be a social butterfly? Can you really say, hey, you need to go talk to this many people or I'm going to be upset with you? Maybe, right? So either way, I know the reason I know what had happened. It was the alcohol. And right before the dinner had ended, I went over to my boss and I said, hey, we need to talk. And he was like, "Okay, we can talk right here. I go, no, no, no. We need to go talk somewhere in private. So he was like, "Okay, cool. So him and I went to the bar and to the front. And so we were talking. We talked for about an hour and a half about everything that transpired that evening. And we were coming down to the nitty gritty toward the end. And I was explaining to him, I was like, I understand what was going on. I even apologized to him, which I typically don't do. I said, I apologize if you felt a certain way, because that wasn't my intention. My intention was to come here, have a good time with colleagues, and then to go home. So in between, there was some time of disconnect or miscommunication that happened. And that's understandable, right? We're people, we're humans, we make mistakes. So I told him my situation and he and he listened and he just was very adamant. You're being disrespectful. You're doing this and doing this. And what had happened was he wanted me to tolerate his actions, his decisions, his status as the boss. 
And so he thought he can say whatever he wanted to me and thought like, oh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, it won't happen again. But when he got the other side of it was, I'm not going to tolerate this type of behavior from you. Then it was down to the delegation aspect, like I was saying. And it was, do I stay or do I leave? And he didn't give me that ultimatum to stay or leave. And the only thing he was really saying was, you know, like, I felt a certain way, you know, like I felt this, I believe it should be done this way. I said, I see your viewpoints and I can see where there were some missteps and maybe my actions and how I acted, or maybe I could have been a little bit professional and there was no excuses for, you know, me saying, I don't want a picture things like that. I had the right to say that I didn't want it. Looking back in hindsight, would it have been easier just to take a picture, right? It probably would have been easier just to take the picture. And then the whole night would have been smooth, but it didn't happen that way. So what had happened was he thought like, okay, well, you know, this is going to be water under the bridge. But his lingo, his demeanor was kind of like, I'm still the boss. You're going to listen to me. And next Christmas party, you're going to do exactly what I want. And I was like, ooh, nobody. That's not going to happen, number one, because I'm not going to tolerate this. I was not tolerant to his demeanor, his actions. So I said, all right, cool. I quit because of the conversation, just how it was flowing. And at the end of the conversation, I was just getting that vibe that he's not going to change. I'm not going to change. It's not going to be a good fit. And there's nothing wrong with something not being a good fit and you just realizing it's not for you and you move on. When I said that to him, I remember the look on his face. He was like shocked. His eyes opened up like wide. And he was like, what? And then he was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I was like, no, no, no. And as soon as he started to say no, I said, I want to thank you so much for teaching me, for helping me grow and for giving me this opportunity. And I just basically thanked him. And then I said, that's it. I'm going to finish up the sessions with all my families and then I'm gone. And then after the conversation, I got up, left, never saw him again. I remember I was walking with my friend and she was a former swim instructor with the company. And I told her what had happened and she was like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. And I was like, no, 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 I did this. And I told her it was good because that right there was the solidification of me not allowing someone to treat me in a certain way because of a paycheck. I never had anyone after that feel like they should treat me a certain way because they're giving me some money. Mm -mm, doesn't work that way. You can even ask my clients right now that I work with. They can give me money for their coaching but they're not going to talk to me any old way they want to because I will put them in their place very quickly. And I don't have to give the money back. It's no refunds. But what I will do if it is not a good fit after the first session, for some odd reason, it's not a good fit. I'll give you your money back. But most of the time I do my due diligence in the consultation process and we make sure it works because essentially you get a free session in the consultation. I'm already figuring out what needs to be done. Here are some action plans and some steps you can take in the meantime. And then we get to work. So I already know if I want to work with you, then you just have to figure out if you want to work with me. The next factor is, am I going to keep you on? Because I will turn clients away very quickly. For example, if someone's with me a couple of months and they're not making progress, all right, we're done coaching. And it's not because I'm not doing my job. It's because you're not doing what you say you're going to be doing, or you're finding excuses for not doing what you're supposed to be doing. I'm not in the business of holding people's hands. Either we're going to get it done or we're not going to get it done. I'm very result oriented and I'm looking for results. And I understand things take time. If we're moving and we're making progress, let's keep moving. If we are constantly falling back, falling back, falling back, what is the issue? Because I'm not about to keep taking your money, number one, because I don't need it. Number two, 
do you really want this? Because you might kind of want it. You might kind of want to make a change, but I don't think you really want to. And I have people calling me on my business phone saying they want coaching. And I say, we're not going to be a good fit. I'm not going to accept you. I can turn people away. I have that power. I have that ability. Not everyone has that flexibility. And from there, many people are trying to figure out, what do I do? How do I make a change? Well, you can do it yourself too. RevanConcepts.com, we have all the blogs, all the videos, whether it be the podcast or the motivational video series. You can figure out how to motivate yourself in action. You can read all the books you need to read. And speaking of that, I need to create a book list, a top 25 book list for people to read so they can get a good understanding of books that are going to help them get to the better mindset that they need and to learn how to not tolerate certain situations or circumstances. We can change anything that we don't like. If you don't like where you are, move. If you don't like how people are acting, get rid of them. I don't care if it's your parents. I don't care if it's your best friend. If they don't serve you, why are you holding on to them? Because at the end of the day, either you're going to fly free or they're going to hold you down. You need to figure out very quickly what you want to do in your life. Because if you're going to waste time trying to carry everyone on your back, you're going to learn very quickly how difficult it is. And I'm not saying it's impossible. It just becomes more difficult. And you have to ask yourself, how much are you willing to put up with? How much are you willing to sacrifice? Sometimes people are just allow their circumstances to take over. So they become tolerant. They are going to tolerate a bad relationship. They're going to tolerate a bad boss. They're going to tolerate a bad life. And in this blog, The Tolerance Theory, I'm going to be breaking down not only the first aspect of understanding that people are going to have different opinions and different beliefs that they hold as true. And then going into the second belief is that what are we going to tolerate in our life? How much are we going to allow to happen to us? Because we need to figure out how we can grow as people. So this is a definitely must read blog. It is going to be a great read. And you just have to ask yourself, how much are you or will you tolerate this coming year? Because if you're going to be tolerating the same things you were last year, you can expect to be in the same situation 2024. I'm not a mind reader. I'm not a psychic. But what I can tell you is if you keep on with the same habits, then you're probably going to get the same results. So you need to figure out exactly what you're going to change in your life. What are you no longer going to tolerate? And then from there, figure out how you can grow. And you can email me a list of things that you won't tolerate or things that you're fed up with. You can write it in the comments below or you can just write it on a piece of paper, hang it on your wall. And whenever you see it, you're going to be reminded that you're not going to tolerate someone to belittle your values, your beliefs, your dreams, and your goals. Because if you're going to go after something in your life, you need to make sure that there's no obstacles in your way. And that includes your mindset. That includes you. You need to make sure that you don't tolerate your BS and your excuses. Get up, show up, handle your business. My name is Michael Reardon. I'm a mindset coach. If you have any questions, you can email me coachingaccession at gmail.com. And I'll see everyone on the next episode of Coaching in Session. Until then, everyone, take care.